after going through the tragedy and coming out of on the other side of it, I wanted to tell my story to give hope to other people. Because when we were in the middle of that, of that tragedy, the loss of our first and only son at that point, it felt, it was so life altering and it felt like nothing was ever going to be normal again. It felt like I would never be able to breathe a full breath again. Um, there were so many things that, that were just unknowns at that time. And through months and years of healing and, and the process of healing, that changed, that healing happened. God is a big part of my life. And I believe that, that God is the one that, that has helped that healing to take place as I participated with him in in the steps of that and um and i just wanted other people to know that there's hope after such a devastating loss not just a death but any kind of devastation that happens to you from cave drawings to family histories to stories around the fire humans crave order among chaos connection amid isolation so we tell stories Our mission at the Storytellers Network is to bring the art of story to the masses. Whether you're in marketing, you're an entrepreneur, or you're developing your own personal brand, telling your story effectively can make the difference between celebrating milestones and collecting unemployment. The Storytellers Network strives to help storytellers tell their stories so you can learn from the best. Now, your host, the inbound evangelist himself, Dan Moyle. And welcome to the Storytellers Network Podcast. I'm glad you're joining us today. In this episode, we talk with author Tammy Chubb. Now, Tammy is from Ohio, but she moved to a small town in Michigan when she was 12 years old. Now, in 1991, she married her husband, Rod, and they started a family just a few years later. And that's where this story actually begins in tragedy after they were married. You see, 20 years after her firstborn son passed away in a tragic accident, Tammy felt inspired by God to write her story. Daniel is her first book. She says it was a challenging yet healing effort. And today on the Storytellers Network, Tammy shares her journey, her calling, and her faith, which we get into pretty deeply. It's an incredible conversation, and I so appreciate Tammy joining me. In other words, she shares with us her story. Now, before we get into today's conversation, just a reminder to find us online at thestorytellersnetwork.com for more episodes out of the season how to contact us, and for other resources to help you tell your story. And if you like what we're doing here, please consider leaving us a review. It helps us reach new storytellers every day. Thank you to Podcast Pilot and Casterly for supporting this podcast. If you want experts on the podcast world, like how to start your very own show, talk to the teams headed up by the legendary Jamie J and Sarah Parrish. Now, let's get to the stories. So yeah, thank you, Tammy, for joining us today. Very excited to to talk to you as a, what I would consider a young writer, I suppose, in the professional world. So thanks sure. for making time for us today. Thank you. I appreciate the invite, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. So Tammy, one of the things that I like to do on the Storytellers Network is start off with the simple question that proves that you can be a storyteller, in this case, a writer from anywhere in the world. So where are you in the world geographically right now? I live in Sturgis, Michigan. So that's a little town in Michigan. Uh, so I, I'm a Michigander. So as you're looking at your hand at the mitten, that's at the bottom of the hand, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Right <laughs> at the bottom. 
<laughs> just just north of Indiana. So cool. So a small town in Michigan proves that you can be that storyteller, that writer in particular, anywhere in the world. You don't have to, you know, go to Hollywood like filmmakers do or something like that. So that's cool. Right. Um, so when I had asked you about being on the podcast called the Storytellers Network, did you think, oh yeah, that that makes sense. I'm a storyteller. Do you consider yourself one? <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. I, I kind of had some reservations about it, thinking that maybe I wasn't the best candidate for this interview. But after talking with you a little bit about what you were looking for, I thought, well, you know, I have something unique to offer because I really don't consider myself a storyteller. It just kind of happened or developed, I should could say. So, yeah. So... So tell me, so let's, let's get into the storytelling part of it, the writing part of it. Season one is all about writers, this, this run of the Storytellers Network. And so let's talk about your book. I mentioned it in the intro. Your book is called Daniel, and in reference, obviously, to your, to your son who passed. Tell me a little bit about turning what I would think the unimaginable tragedy into a story for others. What's that like? Well, um, after going through the tragedy and coming out of on the other side of it, I wanted to tell my story to give hope to other people. Because when we were in the middle of that, of that tragedy, the loss of our first and only son at that point, um, it felt, it was so life altering and it felt like nothing was ever going to be normal again. It felt like I would never be able to breathe a full breath again. Um, there were so many things that, that were just unknowns at that time. And through um, months and years of healing and, and the process of healing, um, that changed, that healing happened. Um, God is a big part of my life. And I believe that, that God is the one that, that you know, is, helped that healing to take place as I participated with him in, in the steps of that. And, um, and I just wanted other people to know that there's hope after such a devastating loss, not just a death, but any kind of devastation that happens to you. So that's what inspired me to write the book. And do you think that, like, do you see yourself as now an author, obviously a writer, but does that storytelling translate into other areas of your life? Do you, in other words, do you tell this story elsewhere? Well, I've been telling this story for 23 years. I never thought I would write a book to tell it, but um, again, that was really a prompting I felt from God to do that a couple of years back. And, and it turned out great. It's, I've had a lot of great um, responses from it. But, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people one-on-one. Rod and I, my husband and I, have shared with many couples who have lost children to give them um, hope for better days. And especially since the book has come out, I've had speaking opportunities. I did a little bit of that before the book was written, but on different topics. And now it's been primarily on the healing process. Yeah, that's incredible. I, you know, I, as a faith per, as, a, as a faith person myself, I'm so so glad you answered that calling to help others with your writing. That it, just uh, kudos, Tammy. Very cool. Thank you. How does it feel to now be called an author? It's something I had to wrap my brain around. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, people have, have said things about me being a writer, and I say, no, no, I'm not a writer. I'm really not. <laughs> um, but but actually, I am, because I did write a book. I, I authored this book, 
And and it's been something that I've just had to talk myself into realizing that really is me now. <laughs> and so if someone's sitting there with that similar thought of, you know, I, I think I might have a story, but I don't really know, gosh, can I do this? What would you say to them as, as someone who is kind of wrapping her head around being a, an author? How does somebody like that kind of get started? Well, I would give the same advice that I give to most people about anything, which is take it one step at a time. Um, you know, my kind of my motto is, is baby steps um, because I can get really overwhelmed with a big picture. Um, but if I just take one step at a time through a process, then it seems to work out pretty well and I can kind of maneuver my way through it. So I would say just take one baby step at a time through the process. I, I really focus on having peace about moving forward. So um, that was a big indicator in everything that I did with this book, which was actually a two-year process. Um, and that's not, I'm sure that's not normal for most people, but for me, that's what it took to do it. Um, that's, that's what I had peace with, um, finding the right step, the, the next step to take. Uh, sometimes I put a three-month pause on things just until I felt comfortable with where I was going next. And that's what worked for me. So what I hear you saying is between being a person of faith and that baby steps thing is that, that idea that I think it's in Proverbs somewhere that it says, um, I, I am a lamp to your feet. So God's not the mm-hmm. spotlight of showing you the big picture. It's one step at a time. One, I don't know that, that, that path, right? right? I, think that, I think that actually might be Psalm 119 for some reason that comes to my mind. Mm, okay. But, um, but, yeah, I depend very heavily on, on God leading me in peace. Um, mm. I'm I'm a person that I, I feel like I have a lot of self doubt. So um, it, peace is really important to me and God leading me. Yeah, mm. I th- I think every writer has that in some ways. So you're definitely an author. <laughs> that doubt, <laughs> you know. Um, so Tammy, what so what other inspiration? do you have as a writer or is it truly faith and your, your personal story that inspired you? It is, it's really just encouraging other people that inspired me in my book. I was very candid about the accident that took place with our son and the, the, the events that followed that. And they're very personal events. They're very personal um, details in the story. And it was very hard for me to put that out there, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I feel like I was doing it more out of out of just following the lead that I felt from God and um, trusting Him. But I will tell you, when I released that book to the first person to proofread and to, you know, proofread for content mostly, I thought, I mean, I, I kind of got a little panicky. I got... I got real insecure at that point, and I thought, I don't know if I want people to read this. This is really personal. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that's that's got to feel feel very um, raw and and open. So yeah. yeah, so so for me, it was um, it's bringing hope to other people, but it's really just following God's lead and and really, um, I guess you'd say, being obedient to the calling that He's asked me to do in this mm-hmm. because it wasn't that I had before. Yeah. That's incredible, Tammy. Um, as, as a storyteller, I, I got to believe that, well, I guess as a human, do you, do you read much? Do you like stories, right? Um, I'm not a big reader, which is no? kind of to some people. Um, 
Well, yeah, my mind works in puzzles. I love logic puzzles, and that's what I spend most of my free time doing. <laughs> so, of course, I do reading on the side, too, but um, I'm not a big reader like most authors, you might think. Gotcha. Okay. So so it's okay to not be a reader if you want to be a writer, in, in your case, at least. So that's encouraging. In my case, yeah. Yeah. Why do you think, why do you think people uh, love stories so much? I think they're inspirational. I, I think they bring... Um, they can bring courage, they can bring hope, they can bring inspiration, and um, and sometimes I think it takes you out of your normal reality for just a little bit and lets you think about something different, and I think people love that. And what do you think that, you know, obviously the, your book, Daniel, uh, is is all about this tragedy that you and Rod went through. What points of inspiration do, do you hope people come out of that with? I want people to know that they are going to make it to the next day. I mean, but really, it's as simple as that because, I mean, there were times, there were many days that I thought, I don't know how I could go on. I mean, I didn't have any plans to do anything about that, but, but literally, it was hard to breathe. It was, it was hard to think. It was definitely hard to eat. Um, there, were, there were just a lot of areas of our lives that it affected and impacted greatly for a very long time. And I thought life is never going to be normal again. And, and I couldn't imagine living life with the physical pain in my stomach that I had every day and the, you know, the nausea from, from the awful feeling of the accident and, um, and just, you know, the, the tragedy that you go through is so gripping, even physically. Um, I, I just want people to know there is a better day ahead. You're going to make it. And life is not always going to be like this. Beautiful uh, sentiment for people to take away from that. Another takeaway I'd like to kind of get into is a little bit more on the tactical side of it. So this is a, a recent publishing that you've done. Um, you're young in the professional writing business, as it were, um, and experienced. How are you working right now to get that story out in today's landscape of all kinds of noise and things going on. How are you spreading that word? Um, I'm probably not doing the best job of it, but, uh, <laughs> but the, the way I have done it mostly is through Facebook, um, promoting my book, um, sending messages to people about my book. Um, of course doing speaking engagement that, that speaking engagements promote my book as well. Um, although, Honestly, when I when I share or when I when I talk to people, selling a book is not even my biggest goal. It's just being able to bring hope and help to someone. Um, so selling my books feels a little bit secondary to me. Um, but um, I'm sure there's ways that I should be working at it, and I'm not. But um, I sold over a thousand copies, so I feel like I'm doing pretty well. Wow, very nice. Um... So for you, storytelling isn't necessarily just being, I have an author, I have a book, you can buy it, here we go, we're done. For you, it sounds to me like like storytelling is, is therapeutic for you, but it's also a way to make an impact and maybe leave a little bit of a legacy. And you're willing to uh, maybe tell that story in multiple ways, not just a book, right? Right. Um yeah, and it's been interesting. I have met so many people in the last year who have, especially those who have lost children, um, 
that I've been able to connect with and uh, maybe go out for lunch with someone or or connect with them on Facebook or or maybe I get their phone number and I give them a call. But it's been really incredible, the doors that have opened to me to, to chat with someone one-on-one, um, someone that was that is in the place that I once was, um, where they where they felt like there is no hope, there isn't going to be a better day, and and I'm able to talk to them and say, no, really, there there is really hope. There there is going to be a better day. I promise you, if you keep putting one foot in front of the other and taking one big breath at a time, it's going to get better. And um, it's been really incredible the people that God has brought my way to um, to speak to and encourage. Do you feel like you really kind of found that calling then for, for at least this chapter in your life, so to speak? Yeah, I do. Um, it's been a really interesting um, sideline, if you will, of, of my life and in my ministry. Um, I love helping people anyways. I always have. Um, I love doing that in any way that I can, but this has been an interesting way that I, that, um, that I've been able to help people. And now that my book has come out, I definitely have more of an open door for that. Um, you know, before people would refer someone to us that says, you know, uh, this, this couple just lost their child and they really need some encouragement. And, you know, I might reach out to them or, um, up a time where we can get together that would happen occasionally but now since the book has come out it's been exponentially happening and it's been really awesome Mm, that's incredible does that does this whole opportunity also affect things like your celebrate recovery volunteering that you do and the other work that you do in actual ministry um yeah, sometimes um, there have been a, p- a few people. I work with Celebrate Recovery at the St. Joe County Jail, and um, we go in once a week and do three different programs throughout the day. Um, so occasionally, yes, I will meet someone who has lost a child, and it's really incredible how um, how a connection and a bond happens right away. And um, and they just it's fun because they look at you like, wait a minute, you're normal. And you lost a child. You seem normal. Like you're not. You haven't lost your mind. <laughs> you look pretty well put together. And and it's just interesting to see people's reaction. Like, wow, there there really is hope for me. <laughs> and that all just comes from that connection, doesn't it? That's amazing. Yeah. How so? You- you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the Facebook, social media, um, being in front of people one-on-one, obviously the written word, all different media platforms, so to speak. How do you think media in today's day and age of any form affects storytelling either in general or you personally? Um, I think media is a huge um, connection point with people. Um, you know, before before all the social media sources that we have now, um, let's say if I would have published this book 20 years ago, I doubt that I would have had as much success in selling it and promoting it as I have had in the past, or I mean, as I have now. Um, So I think media is a big part of storytelling, of getting the word out there. Um, You know, one thing that I did was even before my book was published, I I posted... um, a picture of the very first page of my book and and I just said this is kind of a 
what's coming, a little taste of what's coming. And, and it really drew people in and got their curiosity up. And um, I think that was a great, um, uh, a great way to pull people in. You're a natural marketer, Tammy. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, I noticed too on, on your Amazon page, you have quite a few reviews, um, some great reviews. Have you worked at that or have those come in naturally? You know, I actually did work at it, um, and I don't remember who suggested that to me, but they said, if somebody said, try to get people to write some reviews for you. Well, I had gone onto my Amazon account, and, and I already had a couple of reviews, but for, for the people that were reading my book initially and um, and commenting back to me about it, I would, I would say, if you really loved it that much, would you consider writing a review on Amazon for me? And, um, and everybody, you know, most everybody that I had asked was willing to do so. And yes, I do have a lot of great reviews and, and a lot of them are from people I don't know. So that's exciting too. Great. And, and great advice. I'm going to keep in mind for any storyteller out there listening to, you know, the podcast or just kind of, yeah, writers, everything at, just ask, right. Ask nicely and ask. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, so, so let me start up. My next question by asking this first, do you think um, writing and becoming uh, an author of more books is in your future? Well, um, <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> question because um, I would have told, I've, I've always said no. It was, it was really difficult for me to write this book um, for lots of reasons and mostly just because of my ignorance about writing. Um, and so it was very challenging. Um, and so, no, I've never wanted to write ever in, you know, in my past. And even after I wrote this book, I thought, oh, thank God this is done. I don't ever want to do this again. Um, but it's interesting. Things keep coming up. And um, right now I'm just kind of pondering, possibly writing a grief, um, like material for a grief support group type of thing. Um, I've been researching grief support groups and material to be used in them. And I'm just coming up with a lot of nothing. Um, a lot, a lot of things I'm finding are, are just really outdated or very expensive and, um, like, like really structured in the format that they, that they require you to follow. And so it just kind of came to me this month that that should be something I, I look into and, uh, you know, possibly in the future. So it's really less about like the, the, um, the glory of it, but more about helping and lifting others up than I guess, huh? Yeah. The practical steps and how do you move forward? Uh, what questions do you ask yourself or ask someone else that, that yeah. you're trying to help through the grieving process? Yeah. So, so if, if for you as a writer and a storyteller, you know, it's not about the fame, the fortune, the you know, becoming a best-selling author. It's more about giving back to the world and making an impact. Is there a way that you can define what you know making it uh, looks like, or is it just you know what, what is what, what? I guess that's my question: is what does making it really look like for you? Um. Well, I think. Um, well, first of all, when I published my book, I. I published it. I mean, I, I went through a small publishing company, but I, I paid for it um, all up front. And my goal initially was to make sure I make my money back. And I've done that. And, and so that was one area of success. Um, the other 
thing that really is in the forefront for me, especially now, is just who can I help, who can I affect, who can I encourage. Um, to me, that's where my success lies. I'm not interested in the number of books I sell. I'm interested in the number of people that I truly reach and give hope and encouragement to. I like that. That's a great soundbite, number one. But that's a, that's a great mission, though. I like that. What do you... Um, what do you think so far that you've found after writing a book and working within social media and doing public speaking? Do you have a platform that's kind of your favorite to tell this particular story? Um, I mostly speak in women's groups in in church related areas, you know, like different churches or or like a mops group, which is mothers of preschoolers. Um, I've spoken at one of those before. Um, I and I've actually spoken at um, a celebrate recovery meeting one time in another county. Given shared my testimony, my story, um, and that was really powerful. I loved that. <laughs> that was that was a, a great platform to share. And um, and I have another one coming up in a couple months. So, so sounds but, like you know, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to expand my platform a little more. Um, but at this point. I'm, I'm kind of just doing that one step at a time thing. Um, I'm not all that visionary. <laughs> and so I'm just kind of letting things happen as they will. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds kind of like as much as the writing part of it was therapeutic and that helps you get to the platform, the next step for you is maybe that, um, and maybe it always was the step, but, but reaching people in person, whether it's presentations or one-on-one, you like that in-person thing, it sounds like, huh? I love it. I thrive on that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, yeah. Tammy. Yeah. Um, so, Tammy, I, I, I've got your your Barbara Walters moment kind of thing here. The big, the big heavy question um, that seems to kind of get everybody. And and for you, this might be even more difficult because you're just starting your storytelling. It sounds like. Um, but if you had the opportunity to tell one last story and no more, what story would that be? One last story. I think, are you talking about from a personal perspective or just anything? However, however you think of it, you know, whether it's, you know, telling Daniel's story just so that it's told one more time or whether it's something in the future. I mean, it could be, it could be anything. I just, I like that idea of, okay, if I can only tell one, what would it be? Whatever that looks like to you. Okay. Well, I would probably tell people about the most impactful thing in my life, which is when uh, Jesus came into my world. And um, I was raised in church and raised in a wonderful Christian family. Um, I was Catholic at the time uh, growing up. But when I was a teenager, I learned about the plan of salvation that the Bible talks about, about Jesus dying for our sins, and um, that all we have to do is, is say it with our mouth and believe it in our heart that Jesus is Lord. And, and we are saved is what the Bible says, um, which just means that we we're set free. We, we, we can walk in freedom and we don't have to um, worry about um, an eternity that's, that's, you know, hopeless or, or doubtful or whatever. Um, that day changed my life. And that's what I would love to tell most people or all people about really um, is the hope that we have in Christ for our future, for our freedom. Um, and, and, and just how wonderful life is with him, no matter what happens, no matter what tragedy befalls you. Um, life with Jesus is amazing. 
Big smile on my face for that one. I love that last story. That's a good one to go out on. <laughs> well, Tammy Chup, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for sharing your story of of Daniel and of yours and Rod's and just of, of your, your storytelling craft. Um, really appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for inviting me also. Absolutely. So where can people find you, uh, whether it's the book or just to connect with you in general? What's the easiest way to find you online? Mm-hmm. Um, really, it's through Facebook. Um, my name, Tammy Chup, is, is my Facebook name. And um, and I also have a Facebook page um, called Threads of Faith. Um, that's where I do a lot of blogging and sharing my story. Um, also, um, of course, if you look me up on Amazon through my name and the book title, Daniel, you'll find me there as well. Perfect. So on Facebook, it's Threads of Faith, right? Correct. I love it. Correct. And, and for those who, um, who have who purchased my book, that information's in there too. Yeah. Terrific. All right, Tammy, thanks again. Uh, really appreciate your time. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to our guest, author Tammy Chupp. Be sure to visit her online. As you heard, she's on Facebook. She's online. You can find her on Amazon. You can find all those links in our show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it all over. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, email, text it, mail it to somebody. Wait, can you do that? Anywhere you can share this with other storytellers is always helpful. And please consider leaving us a review. It certainly helps us reach new storytellers as well. Thank you so much to our partners at Casterly and Podcast Pilot. Thanks for making the world of podcasts a better place. Jamie J and Sarah Parrish and the rest of their team are terrific humans, and you'll be better off knowing all of them. Without their support, the Storytellers Network would be just a dream. Until next time, here's to telling our stories and having stories to tell. Cheers. Thank you.